Hi, friends. Welcome back to Transform the Now. I'm Nathan with my friend Tucker. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing great, Nate. Good to be with you, man. Likewise. Happy summer. Uh, I, I hope the rest of you are, are having a good almost summer, that things are going well. Uh, I know my wife is looking forward to summer simultaneously, like, what am I doing with my kids in my home during summer? I don't know what, <laughs> where you guys are at. Anyways. Uh, right now, we're super excited for summer. And then two weeks in, we're like, man, this is a zoo. What do we do with this? <laughs> right. right. So. Dude. Um, Okay, so this is kind of random, but I am a loud laugher at the theater, um, Tucker. Like, my wife will just sit there and be like, that's really funny. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, like, when I'm watching a movie, I am cringing, I'm flinching, like, I'm under the blankets. Like, I can't help it. I'm 100% in there. I, I don't know. Where are you at on the scale of uh, theater movie reactivity right here? Uh, I'm probably not, I probably don't react as externally as you do. Like I feel it right. But on the outside, you'd probably look at me and I'd look pretty stoic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's sometimes um, <laughs> like, there's just no question how I feel. It's just so reactive right there. Um, oh, but I just had a memory. I just had a memory. Nate, you and I went to see years and years ago. What was that Will Smith movie? Oh, about? the zombie one, huh? Yeah, the zombie one. Okay, I'm going to tell everybody a story about me and Nate at this movie. Oh, I am legend, right? Yeah. So, uh, I grew up being a huge Will Smith fan. So when I am legend came out, I was like, hey, Will Smith movie, let's go. And so Nate and I and some other friends went to the theater and we got there and it's pretty packed. So we had to sit on the front row. Remember that? Yes. And we're sitting on the front row our necks cranked up and this movie turns super intense. And there's this part of the movie where uh, they walk into this room and there are these zombies in like a circle together. And I look over at Nate, he's got a, he's got a baseball cap on and he's wearing it backwards and he turns it around frontwards and pulls the, the rim down over his eyes. And I just started to die laughing. It was like, I was feeling the intensity too, but man, that released it in that moment as I saw Nate pull the cap over his eyes. So yeah, I've witnessed your, your uh, how you get pulled fully into the movie, Nate. Oh, dude, I, I do. I get sucked in. And, and here's, here's the thing. I, I, I promise I'm not just telling you random facts about, about my life, but I, I feel like we, we frequently experience like stories on the inside. And, and it, so if you've paid attention to your mind, you notice that there is a, a pretty constant narrative stream going on on um, just this voice almost inside of our heads that, that tells us stories about what's happening. And, and it's just as easy and in fact, probably more so to get sucked completely uh, into that story. And it affects how we feel and how we live and, and how things move forward. Uh, talk to me a little bit about this, this idea of a, an internal story here. Oh, it's so real to me, Nate. Like, uh, it's a daily thing that I find myself caught in some internal dialogue, some story. In fact, I'll just share something. Uh, this morning, I woke up and it was a situation from work that uh, I, that my brain was just telling me the story. It was like, you were treated unfairly. Um, you're a victim of this, right? And it's not saying it in that way but 
it's telling me this story about what I need to do to fix something that went on at work that's not right, da 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 da. And I was having an emotional reaction to it, like, yeah, that isn't fair that that happened. I do need to do this and this and this and this. And uh, I got pulled into this story big time. And I get up and I do these walks in the morning. I get out in nature and I went on my walk and I couldn't even see the nature around me. I don't know if you can relate to this, Nate, but I was so caught up in the story in my head and what uh, I needed to do to fix it and to make things right that once in a while in my walk, I'd be like, all right, Tucker you're unconscious right now. And I knew I was telling myself a story and I knew that I was caught up in it. So I would stop and I'd be like, look at that pretty flower. Yes, that's very pretty. But I'm being treated, I'm barely at work. (laughs) And I got pulled right back into the story and uh, would keep going on my walk. And periodically I'd be like, man, I'm totally unconscious right now. And I was just so caught in it um, that... It, it took me out of the present moment completely. And I, and I knew what, the weird thing was, I knew I was caught in it and I didn't know how to get out. Um, I was trying different things and eventually I found a practice that helped me that maybe I'll share in a little bit, but Nate, can you relate to what I'm, what I'm saying here? Oh, a hundred percent. It's a, it's a daily thing for me, man. Um, and, and there are, are certain stories I think that um my ego clings on to because they're more they're they they just have more energy there and and i think a lot of people can recognize when they're being told a story that's associated with some sort of anger um or victimhood like you're saying like it tends to charge you up you start feeling that tightness you start feeling that energy um it's really saying take action and it goes back to that evolutionary sense of protection, right? To fight or to flee or to to find some way out of this scenario. And I think a lot of times our our, our egos are trying to keep us safe um, by telling us these stories and motivating us to take action. But I think most of the time we're not we're not facing things that are going to actually cause our our destruction. And so I end up just getting wound up, and I end up like walking my eight year old to the bus stop. And not hearing what his voice is saying while he's going, because I'm telling the different story in my mind. And, and I think one of the dangers of these is we start living fake life instead of real life. We we miss out uh, on what's going on because we get sucked into this internal internal story that's going on. And and I I think that's risky. I think that's dangerous. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, as you were talking, I, I remembered. But sometimes I've had this experience in, in a story, you almost need a villain, right? And uh, our our egos like to create external stories instead of recognizing our inner, internal story that's going on. And so I've had times where, you know, my mind tells me this story and I villainize, I demonize the person so that the next time I see them, I look and feel very differently about them than I did the oh. time before, because my mind has been working on this story. And it's, it's so sad, like it ruins relationships, it, it, it creates really bad problems, because uh, our minds really oversimplify things, right? Like, at least mine does. It tells a story that puts everything in a safe little box so that you can understand it. 
Um, and at the same time, it doesn't, we can't see other people's perspectives when we are telling ourselves an egocentric story. And so the stories are ultimately false because they don't account for reality. And uh, our relationships suffer, our, our emotions suffer. We go through a lot of suffering because of these egoic stories we, we tell ourselves. Absolutely. Here's the good news, though. Uh, the good news is that, that we actually are authors, right? Like we have the, 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 the capacity to, to choose. And, and the problem is we get so sucked in that we end up just playing the role we're, we're, we're given and, and the story that our egos tell us. But the, the fortunate thing is that we can exercise control here. We, we can be more conscious, be more aware, observe what's going on. And we can practice some things or some skills that will, will take us out of this story and take us from being a, a bit player in our own story to the hero of our own stories. Take us to the, the point where we're acting in a way that we find gratifying and exciting and fulfilling here, right? Yeah, so powerful. If we can transition out of being acted upon as a character in the story to the writer, the author of our story, doesn't that sound amazing? That just right. sounds amazing. So uh, is it okay if I share a practice that I did this morning that helped me get out of the reactive character mindset and into more of a creator mindset? Dude, I, I, yeah, let's do it. I like okay. that. All right, so we'll invite everybody listening to just kind of settle in and it's going to be a very simple practice. So just find a comfortable position where you can drop everything else and just fully uh, concentrate for the next few moments on this transformative practice. So let's take a deep breath, conscious breath. Notice how it feels going in through your nose and out through your mouth or However you want to breathe deeply, just feel the sensation of the breath so you become present in this moment. Now we're going to use a couple mantras in this practice. And the first mantra we'll use, let's attach it to our breath. You might have heard a mantra used like this somewhere before, but as we breathe in, let's say... I am not my body and I am not my mind on the out breath. So as you breathe in, I am not my body. As you breathe out, I am not my mind. I am not my body. I am not my mind. As we do this practice, it's helping us release from the character role that our ego tells us where our mind and body take over and our larger consciousness is no longer in control because we're just playing a role. Let's do this five or six more times. On the in-breath, I am not my body. On the out-breath, I am not my mind. I am not my body. I am not my mind. I am not my body. I am not my mind. I am not my body. I am not my mind. I am not my body. I am not my mind. I am not my body. I am not my mind. Now, as we use that message, you can continue it. If you feel maybe a shifting into a larger context, 
consciousness. Um, what we're going to do is replace that with a positive message that gets us into a larger con consciousness, that author consciousness. And let's replace it with this message. I am life. As you repeat this message, go ahead and seek to feel the life within your body, any sensations that you can connect to. This will bring you into the present moment, into a higher state of consciousness. And just as you breathe, as you breathe in, repeat to yourself, I am life. And then settle in to the feelings and sensations of life that you can feel within you. I'll let you do that for a little while on the in-breath. I am life. having a hard time connecting to those subtle life sensations you can find a part of your body where you can feel a tingling or a sensitivity maybe in your hands or your feet or your lips your face as you feel those sensations just focus and appreciate the life you can feel within your body I am life. Now, as we've talked about being a creator, being an author, let's practice this next message. I am light. And as you repeat that to yourself, picture yourself being luminous and being a force of light and good in the world. Rather than a reactive character, you are light. You are bringing light into this world. Your nature is light. And on the in-breath, or maybe on the out-breath, Let's do it on the out-breath. On the out-breath, picture yourself bringing light into the world and repeating, I am light. Let's take three last breaths together. On the in-breath, I am life. On the out-breath, I am light. I am life. I am light. I am life. I am light.
I am life, I am light. And let's wrap up our practice here. Go ahead and open your eyes and notice if there's any shift in your awareness, your consciousness and your presence. And this is one practice that can help us get from being a reactive character to an author, a creator, conscious that we are forces of life and light. We are designed to be authors, not just characters. Nate, any reaction or thoughts? Yeah, just, just uh, I, I really resonate with that idea of being a creator. Like, and there's just some profound peace that that I sensed in in being able to to feel that way to to not feel like a pawn. I know that's I don't know kind of basic, but just I felt empowered to go out on my day today and interact with other people, and I'm encouraged by that. Honestly, that's beautiful. So uh, I like that concept of being a pawn, right? Uh, when I was on my walk this morning, that experience that I told. I was a pawn in my ego's story. Like I could not choose to be present very well, right? I would just come in and out of, of presence. And then after doing that practice that we just did on my own, I just, like, I didn't feel any draw to go back to that story. I didn't feel any desire to be a pawn anymore. I wanted to be the one moves, moving the pieces in my life, not the piece being moved. And it felt just powerful. It felt uh, hopeful. It felt like, man, life is exciting and beautiful. And I don't have to see myself as a character. I can be an author. I love it. Friends, thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, thanks for participating in these practices. Uh, feel free to reach out if you have questions or if you need help. And other than that, go out and create a good story today. See you next time.